Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for April 24th, 2022. Join in our call to worship. We must obey God rather than any human authority. We know that God raised up Jesus from the dead. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior, that he might give repentance and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. God, whose love and care for us extends far beyond our human understanding, whose presence in our midst is greater than our fears and doubts, we come offering ourselves to you, our weaknesses and our strengths, our faith and our fears. We seek to know the risen Christ among us in this gathering and trust you to reveal him to us once again as we wait upon you in hope and expectation. In Jesus' name, amen. Healer of our 
Let us pray. Spirit of peace, quiet our hearts, heal our anxious thoughts, free us from our fretful ways, breathe on us your holy calm, so that in the stillness of your presence we may open ourselves to trust and be transformed. Amen. Our scripture today is John 20, 19-31. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Jesus answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. 
Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Easter was just last week. Most of us had some kind of celebration, at the least an Easter brunch and worship service, for some of us other family doings. Maybe you were even able to catch a nap. What a contrast to the disciples' experience. No Easter dinner for them with family and favorite foods. No nap. No peace and quiet. No bright, warm sunshine warming them as they moved about the backyard hiding Easter eggs. No watching kids dash back and forth. No, sir. Instead, locked behind closed doors with an ear to the wall or an eye to the keyhole, watching and waiting for the good news to go sour, they passed the time with an uneasiness and an uncertainty that kept their anxiety fresh and active. He's alive, Mary Magdalene has told them, but their fear was greater than their faith. No downtime for them. But then, suddenly, Jesus appears among them. How he gets past the locked door, we don't know. But there he is among them, and he says, Peace be with you. Irene in the Greek. Peace, unity, concord. It's the kind of peace that shows up over and over in Jesus' teachings and instructions. It's a familiar word to them, familiar in its meaning, and familiar in how often it has appeared on Jesus' lips. Peace be with you. So it's not the phrase itself that's strange here. No, it's exactly what Jesus has been saying all along. It's the spirit into which he has been inviting them all along. It's been his priority for them all along. What he says isn't strange. The strange part is that he speaks that invitation right into the midst of one of the least peaceful situations we would imagine for them, as if those words alone will wash away all the uncertainty, all the doubt, all the worry, all the bickering. And you notice in the scripture reading that Jesus says it not once, but three times. As soon as he appears in the closed room, after he shows them his hands and feet, but before he breathes upon them the Holy Spirit, and finally, a week later when he appears to Thomas, the disciple who had missed the first meeting and needed to see for himself, peace be with you, three times. Now you could say that it's a literary device. John records Jesus saying, Peace be with you three times, because then the story, at least the number, matches up nicely with the three times that Peter betrayed Jesus, and the three times Jesus asked Peter, post-resurrection, Do you love me? Then feed my sheep. And that it even matches up with the three days from crucifixion to resurrection. There are, after all, a lot of threes in this story, as John tells it, and that may be true. 
but I don't think it's the number of times Jesus says it that matters so much as the fact that it is repeated. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Just sheer repetition is an attention grabber. When you want someone to not only remember something, but to hear it in such a way that they take it to heart, you do well to say it again and again and again. Peace be with you means this. You are okay. It's me telling you this. It really is me telling you this, and I am okay, so you are okay. Now, give yourself to something besides fear, besides separation. Adjust your thinking, your worrying. Adjust your sense of location, because I have something for you to do. Instead of being behind locked doors, people, you are going to be ambassadors, missionaries, examples, leaders, healers, and teachers. Instead of being shaken, you're going to be steady. You still don't know how all of this is going to unfold, but you know how it is going to turn out. Life is going to win. Mercy is going to win. Courage is going to win. Compassion is going to win. The grave couldn't hold me. Hate couldn't seal me in the tomb. The stone really was rolled away. Mary really did meet me there in the graveyard. I really have been raised from the dead. I am alive. You are alive. I am okay. You are okay. All will be well. Calm your hearts. Let the knowledge of new life bubble up in you like living water. Let your hearts beat with hope. Sure, the authorities may be looking for you, they may find you, and they could kill you. But now, because you know my resurrection, because you know how this story is going to turn out, no matter what, even though they might try to kill you, nevertheless, in the biggest, deepest sense, they cannot touch you. You are filled with something that is beyond them. You are filled with me, with my spirit. That's, I think, what peace be with you means. Peace be with you is shorthand for all of that, and that's why Jesus keeps repeating it, reinforcing it. You are okay. It's me telling you this. It really is me telling you this, and I am okay, so you are okay. Now give yourself to something besides fear, besides separation. Adjust your thinking, your worrying. Adjust your sense of location, because I have something for you to do. Instead of being behind locked doors, people, you are going to be ambassadors, missionaries, examples, leaders, healers, and teachers. Instead of being shaken, you're going to be steady. But Jesus' message isn't just for the disciples. No, as the scripture makes plain, it's also a message for us, for those who have not seen and yet believe. The message of peace is for us as well. 
Although the world is a big place and the future is an unknown quantity and change is always coming, we too can experience peace in our very center. We don't have to hide ourselves behind locked doors. When we are experiencing the moment from a centered and assured place of peace, all we need to see are the possibilities. So even though fear and joy or anxiety and excitement do seem to want to keep company, we can mix in a bit more and a bit more and a bit more of Jesus' invitation to faith and trust until we start, start affirming that God's peace is living in us because we know that despite all the unknowns, despite every perceived threat, despite every continuing struggle, that all ultimately will be made well. It's about faith, isn't it? Mostly when we look at the story, if we are thinking about faith, we are focused on Thomas's lack of faith. Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. We think of that, and then we think of Thomas's turn of 180 degrees to my Lord and my God. That's the faith piece we think about. But faith in this story isn't just about whether or not Thomas believes that Jesus is alive. It's also about whether all of them can believe that Jesus can be trusted. Trusted when he says, peace be with you. It's not enough that Jesus is alive in body. Jesus has to be alive in them. Can we trust Jesus as well? Can we hear Jesus say to each of us, Peace be with you. You are okay. It's me telling you this. It really is me telling you this, and I am okay, so you are okay. Now, give yourself to something besides fear, besides separation. Adjust your thinking, your worrying. Adjust your sense of location, because I have something for you to do. Instead of being behind locked doors people, you are going to be ambassadors, missionaries, examples, leaders, healers, and teachers. Instead of being shaken, you're going to be steady. Peace be with you. You still don't know how all of this is going to unfold, but you know how it is going to turn out. Life is going to win. Mercy is going to win. Courage is going to win. Compassion is going to win. The grave couldn't hold me. Hate couldn't seal me in the tomb. The stone really was rolled away. Mary really did meet me there in the graveyard. I really have been raised from the dead. I am alive. You are alive. I am okay. You are okay. All will be well. Peace be with you. Calm your hearts. Let the knowledge of new life bubble up in you like living water. Let your hearts beat with hope. You are filled with something that is beyond understanding. You are filled with me, with my spirit. Peace be with you. Amen.
Let us pray. O God, we thank you for sending Jesus to speak peace to the disciples and to speak peace to our hearts as well. Teach us to trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.